out there. Hi, guys. Welcome to another podcast. Yes, another week of foolishness out here in the world. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, so much foolishness. Woo. But it's okay. It's okay. We're excited because it's Aries season. So we're, yes. like, so we're like, yes, it is our time to shine. So <laughs> we're excited. I'm up first. So my birthday is this coming Sunday. You all will hear the podcast on Friday. So my birthday is the following Sunday. And your kids is the next Sunday. We're exactly one week apart. Isn't that <laughs> yes. so funny? It's funny. I know. I That's know. Crazy. So our birthdays are a week apart. So we're destined to be friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So my plans, like I said, I think I mentioned in the last podcast, we're gonna go to the mountains. Oh, nice. And, yes, yes. Um, I don't know what we're doing, but all he said was bring hiking boots and look, look child, I don't hike. And so, um, so <laughs> I had to go and buy some hiking boots because I don't mm-hmm. own any hiking boots. Like all my boots are like stylish boots. I wore comfortable sneakers because I felt like hard boots might hurt my feet. And I never, I didn't know what to expect because I had mm-hmm. never hiked before either. I just wore mm-hmm. some sneakers, but yeah. hiking boots probably are better because sometimes the terrain's really rough. So yeah, I might get yeah. those next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he said we, we're going to probably hike to the um, waterfalls in North Georgia. Oh, so. that's nice. So that'll be nice. So I don't that's know nice. what else he has up his sleeve, but that's one thing. So. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any birthday plans coming or no? I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I know with my, with my family, it better involve some crab legs. I know that much. <laughs> no, but, that's um, right. As far as Pete, I don't. I don't know what he has up his sleeves. I will oh, see. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, all right. So, this last episode, we, which was entitled, uh, called it "Royal Pains." Um, we talked about a couple of things um, in the hot topics. We talked about Anita Baker's fighting for her masters. Uh, we talked about the first trans woman of color, Lena Bloom, on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. J Lo and A Rod breaking up, making up. We don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> the Bachelor, Matt James and Rachel, and Cardi B pregnancy rumors, but apparently those have been squashed because Cardi B is not pregnant, y'all. Basically, right. <laughs> and we talked a little bit about the Oscar nominations. Uh-huh. Um, and then for our topic, we, we talked a little bit more about the royal fallout, stuff with Sharon Osbourne, Pierce Morgan, all these folks who were sticking their nose where it, it didn't belong and then getting uh, their asses handed to them, basically. Right. Um, uh-huh. And so... Um, I think Sharon and the talk are still on an extended leave. Yeah. While they're pending some investigation of Sharon's behavior on the show mm, that's extended yeah. beyond, you know, just that conversation she had with Cheryl Underwood. And I don't think Pierce Morgan is back on the show. I think he's groveling trying to get back on his show. <laughs> he's regretting that little storm. Yeah, off. he's regretting that. That Housewives reunion storm. Off. Yeah, he's not. He's <laughs> not on there. But oh, in gosh. in royal adjacent news, and although this is not a hot topic, Harry got him a job, y'all. Um, Harry. Oh, did he? What's Harry, he doing? Yeah, so Harry has a job now. He is going to be a chief innovative officer for a tech startup that focuses on mental health. So congratulations oh, to him. 
Wonderful. You know, the, you know, roles don't really work, but he's a man who really, really wants to work. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and as a, as being married to a woman of color, I know she was like, I know you about about and you gonna sit up here and not have no job, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you oh ain't sitting God. up here. I'm having these children. You ain't having no right. job. Oh no, honey. <laughs> So that's he, a good respectable work for him. So that, yeah, that's that is something he's teeth into. Right. Yes, yeah. it's something that he's passionate about. So and a startup that could yeah. end up being the next kind of Google slash Amazon slash you never know. Yeah, and it's focused. Yeah, because Serena Williams' health. husband yeah. started as a startup, and he's yep. really you know yep. his, his started, business he, is very. Yeah, he started Reddit. So I mean, that's right. That's what, what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. So, yeah. So anyway, shout out to him. Um, in reading romance, I um, big up my friend Ruth's book, uh, Survivalist Boot Camp. It's very, very good. And then when watching romance, we didn't really talk about anything we watched, but we just wanted to put it on your radar that the Seven Deadly Sins um, T.D. Jakes thing is coming to Lifetime. So much stuff is coming to Lifetime. Oh, that's going to be have, good. They have the oh, it's a two-part series, right? Mm-hmm. They have Lust and Envy. And the first wait. two, but he's gonna actually delve into every single scene, all the seven daily scenes. So um all of them are gonna be covered, but the first two are lust and envy. And, oh, so it it may be more than a two part. Uh, oh no 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 no! It's, he, it's gonna be okay. These are just the first two in the series. Oh nice! So it's a seven movie series for the okay, seven daily Okay, TD partner with I Lifetime. Know, right, right. right. Get you better get some coins, coins. and giving people work. Carrie's been really doing a lot of acting lately. Mm-hmm. Carrie Hilson. This is mm-hmm. this is fantastic. I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be great. I'm yeah, definitely gonna be it, tuning it is. in. But Lifetime is doing so much, girl. They they got yeah, they got they are. that. They got the Mahalia Jackson movie. They got yeah. this the big thing with Janet Jackson, the documentary. You know I'm gonna be glued mm-hmm, to that mm-hmm, in May. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, it's so much going on. Now, did them. you watch any of the Aretha Franklin the the TV show? Because I I heard it was I, really good, but really dark. I heard, I heard the tea about it. I really did. I did not. I I I recorded it. Okay. Oh, you did sit, record. It. I didn't sit with. I it, didn't but, record it. I might try to see if but I can they, get they it. They delved into some stuff that people have speculation about in her life. Oh, okay. And and and, and you know, I some, wonder if that's why the family was protesting and stuff. Because I don't know yeah. if they would blatantly lie, but maybe it's stuff that's just too dark, and the family didn't want people to kind of know that about the Queen of Soul. But yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Did you watch it? I didn't. I saw some commentary on it on you know yeah, a couple of know, places. The, 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 I heard it was thing, great though. Yeah, like, the I acting was, was great. It was great. Even though yeah. I can't see Cynthia Revo as as Aretha Franklin, but you know I couldn't um, either. But it sounds like people said she really owned the character, so I is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I think most of it was about you know her being assaulted as a child by her own yes. father, which and I didn't even pregnant. know. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and her, having the baby, right? Yeah, or having the baby, yeah. and, and still having a relationship with her father. Yeah, which is just. Strange. But I heard in the um in this series they kind of um only alluded to it being her father and tried mm-hmm. to kind of make it seem like it was like a family friend. Although mm-hmm. maybe they felt that was too much, but I'm just like, if that's the story, that's the story. That's the story but I guess people yeah. know, yeah, it kind of yeah. had a very sad color purple feel to it, mm-hmm. except for that was her, mm-hmm. her stepfather. So mm-hmm. I had no mm-hmm. idea about that. I, I did not know that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I might yeah. start to watch. I didn't, I didn't feel compelled to DVR it because I, I like Aretha Franklin in the sense of that I like her popular songs. Obviously, that's like my mm-hmm. grandmother's era and homegirl. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wasn't so moved to watch it, but I think that I might. 
might. I think that that I I just might. I um, like I, I just love music in general, so I I was gonna watch it for that. But that was why like I was I, gonna watch the like Jennifer said, Hudson one. Vivo, I was like, eh. well, like, that's why eh. I wasn't sweating that one. I was like, well, yeah, I'm definitely gonna yeah. watch the Jennifer Hudson exactly. movie Same. that Same. I know. Um, what's her name? Aretha actually was in agreement with right, and picked right, her. So I kind of right. like when the artist. But you know this one. This one sounds like it really did well, and it's controversial. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of curious. My interest is peaked. So yeah, I might, I might take a look at it too. Yeah. You also talked about Delilah last week, and I started that. I'm that so was, glad that you was good. Did. I did. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I did. Okay. I can't oh, wait. wait. I got. I got to get. More. I think I'm one episode behind, so I got to get caught up before we talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll talk about it next week because they're yeah, at we'll episode three now, and probably mm-hmm. by next week it'll be up to episode four. So yeah, I'm so, so glad I'm you sure. you mentioned that and that that you turned me on to it. I hope others check it out too. So. Yes. 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 So what's going on in hot topics? So many hot topics in romance oh, this week. Oh my god! There's a couple of biggies. I don't have a lot. Yes, yeah, biggies. But there's, there's, there's big. some biggies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is big. A bunch big. of mess. Yes. Yes, mess is the only way to describe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Sweetie and Quavo broke up. That's kind of just one of those things. I don't think anybody's really shocked. So Sweetie is a rapper who a lot of people, I know exactly. A lot of people like her. She's okay. You know, I I like her. She's She's cool. She's she's not my fave. You know, she's the real life Mm -hmm. cousin of Gabrielle Union, which I've always found Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. And Quavo is from um, the group, the Migos. Um, Mm -hmm. His partner is obviously with uh, Cardi B. So that's Mm -hmm. Quavo. Um, So they broke up you know, over Quavo's alleged cheating. I'm not even sure why I said alleged um, over Quavo's alleged cheating. Um, And then he was rumored to be messy and try to take back the Bentley he had purchased her and some other gifts. I'm sure she's not worried about that stuff. She can get her own stuff. He he didn't know he didn't buy that damn Bentley. It probably was leased. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So so Sweetie tweeted the news um, this week. She said, quote, I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Mm. Presence don't band-aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so I I appreciated that because I feel like today women are kind of taking back their power and their dignity and, and really kind of making the choice to leave an unhealthy, toxic situation a disloyal situation you know she's young and she's certainly they don't share children you know i wish cardi b had stuck to her guns and left Mm -hmm. but they shared a kid whatever i guess that was her Mm -hmm. reason i'm sure she loved Mm -hmm. him too but i was impressed and proud that he lavished her with birkin bags and this alleged uh you know cars and stuff and Mm -hmm. i'm glad that she didn't let that sway her and that she put her own sense of just pride first and and you know her sense of self-respect i should say and um, she, hopefully, she, she's mm-hmm. a young woman who comes from from well off. You know what I mean? She she's well yeah. she's well off. Um, yeah. Her father, her grandfather played in the NFL, and her father is done well. She went to USC. The girl has a degree. So yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. like she's a dummy. I mean, you know. Yeah, I like that. So, I like yeah. that. So it, yeah. I mean, come on, y'all. She doesn't need that crap. She doesn't need life. him. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It was fun while it lasted, and you 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 had a good time and. Time to move on. And you that's know fine. What, girl, I wish these are our, our lady rapper friends. Like, like I really know them. 
Like I wish, like I want Meg to sign to end up with some big time banker dude or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? But you know what like, she might though, because know. Meg, like Sweetie, as you just described, is also college educated. She yes. almost finished mm-hmm. with her degree. Mm-hmm. A promise she made to her mom, mm-hmm. and um, and she also isn't just some. No, I'm not going to even search up, but yeah, she she's mm-hmm. she has some sense to her. She's a yes, businesswoman, yes, and yes. I do think that she's going to make good. I mean, especially after that whole public thing with the ex who shot her in the foot and I forgot mm-hmm. his name or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, I also hope that she ends up with a kind of a respectable dude who's outside of the industry, you know, who maybe yeah. has money and can and match her in that sense, but who has, you know who's not in the industry and they can kind of balance each other out. I know she has a boyfriend now. I don't really know what he does. I don't either. But um, I would like to see her also end up with that, with that yeah, type she of guy. Had a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Cause you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, Does she? Meg, Meg, well, she's uh, young. So enjoy Meg yourself goes, now. Meg goes both ways. Oh, okay. She has <laughs> yeah, open about that. Okay. Well, she's very open about it. Um, so, so I don't yeah. know. Ooh, well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I wish the hot topics were a little more uplifting this week. All three of us have a couple more. They're all about splits and breakup talk. That's just what it is. It happens. It is what it is. So the yeah. next the next couple that done broke up is Gary Owen and his wife, Kenya. So you guys may know him. He's basically that white comedian who often talks about his family and his wife. And that's that's often the kind of the meat and potatoes of his act. He's always talking about, you know, his his black family, not in a disparaging way, but it's kind of, he uses that and that's it. Those are his experiences. So it's going to be interesting kind of what he's talking about now. But anyway, Kenya basically ended the relationship over cheating um, allegations. Um, I don't remember the name of the woman he cheated with. They were referring to her as Dallas, Texas. I'm (gasps) sure she has a real name, Um, (laughs) but allegedly Dallas, Texas is a friend of Claudia Jordan, who you guys may know, she's a TV personality. She <sighs> did one season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Claudia's always, her name is it's always involved mess. in something. Always mm-hmm. involved in some mess. I don't know. I just, Claudia Jordan, when I think of her, she puts a bad taste in my mouth. It's ever since she was on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She made some colorist comments and yes. she was overheard. And th- this wasn't on the show. I think it was prior to the show. Um, she was overheard at a party on uh, a recording talking about someone's complexion and they were so dark they blend in with the, the just a lot of oh, stuff that was real ugly do you remember that yes, there remember. were a couple of other things too and mm-hmm. then just she was messy on real housewives of atlanta you know i usually love a, a messy cast member but you know <laughs> she was messy for no reason and she's just not my favorite person so mm-hmm. when i heard that she, she was involved in this i said lord but mm-hmm. she did um she did go on um, Instagram and she did make a statement and said, you know, I've known Gary for, she was addressing Kenya who basically put out there that, you know, Claudia Jordan was friends with the woman who slept with her husband and that basically Claudia helped to facilitate it and whatever, and whatever that means. Um, and, or maybe kind of that might mean she just knew about it and didn't turn about blind it. Yeah. Turns a blind eye. Mm-hmm. And I guess it, it sucks. And I believe that that could be true. I think that, you know, Claudia was Gary's friend first. And she's just probably that type of chick. You know, even if it's someone, your, the male friend is yours first. There's someone, there's some women who have that kind of sister code where they mm-hmm. will kind of have your back regardless. But it sounds like she sees Gary as her friend. However, Claudia mm-hmm. denied it. She said, I don't know nothing about the woman who cheated with your husband. I did not help to facilitate it. So you need to take my name out your mouth, that whole thing. And Kenya, we have a relationship. You know, obviously I'm closer to Gary, but we have a relationship and you should have you should have approached me with this first instead of putting it on Instagram. But that's what people do today. They put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she denied any involvement. I, I don't know, child. 
I don't believe anyway. it. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't believe her. But if you're interested in that statement, you can check out Claudia's Instagram. And, you know, she had a lot I, to say. I think Gary, I, I, I used to really like Gary Owen, but I think he's gotten too comfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the word? Being around because he's married to a black woman, being around black people and thinking he's the same. Away. Like a uh, Michael Rappaport. Like, yeah, you're still not black. Right. Like, yeah. I get it, but yeah, no. Yeah. He's, I've always thought that. I've, I've mm-hmm. never really found his comedy or his humor or his stand-ups funny. I mm-hmm. think he was in a um, Think Like a Man. He's just yeah, not my favorite comedian. I've always thought he was just corny and um, very cliche. And yeah, um, yeah. so mm-hmm. I wish the best of both of them, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and then the final the final um topic yeah. and that's this is kind of what everyone's been buzzing about for these last few days yes. but Derek Jackson he is if you guys are familiar with him he is a self-proclaimed relationship expert who has you know a YouTube channel Instagram Facebook all over social media he's mm-hmm. written books he goes around and does public speaking basically he's one of those guys if you are on Facebook even if you don't follow him you probably see some of his videos popping up in your feed just because, you know, they often have the suggested videos. I actually followed him on Facebook prior to yesterday or two days ago. I actually unfollowed Mm -hmm. him because he has like 3.2 or 3.7 million followers. I would love to see that follower count drop. But anyway, on principle, I did unfollow him. So he basically lives his life giving um, advice to women about kind of how they should be treated. And I followed him because I actually don't mind some of the things that he says he has some very strong opinions he can be arrogant and i know that a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. like him most Mm -hmm. of the people who hate him are men yeah and that always kind of made me laugh but i mean he kind of gives it to you real raw and honest like the names of his videos are very catching it'll be like three signs that you know he's really into you or three signs Mm -hmm. that he's he's not that into you or three ways Mm -hmm. to get him to fall in love with you or if he does these five things, you know, you're the one to... So it's kind of... I think that's what initially caught my attention. And his his videos are pretty good, I thought. But I know he's always gotten a lot of hate. Um, a lot of hate. Because he does talk about, like, what's going on in the media. He'll be... Like, if this had happened... If this had not happened, he would be commenting on, you know, the... Um, the Gary Owen situation or the, you know, he always has an opinion about somebody else's situation. And I think that's kind of why he puts a bad taste in people's mouth, but I kind of feel like, okay, he kind of gives it to you real and raw, whatever he has, you know, common sense. And I don't know. A lot of people just kind of also feel like a man shouldn't be giving that type of advice to, to women in such a direct way. So I know a lot of people have problems with that. But to get to the whole point of me bringing up his name is that basically this week, his mistress came forward and was kind of like, I've been having an affair with him, you know, for X number of, you know, of years we've been sleeping together, you know, it's not happening now, but this is what, you know, it was. And she was kind of describing, you know, the inside of his house and giving details about their intimacy. You know, she had her receipts. Mm -hmm. So she came out with that. The interweb was on fire. He was quiet for about a day and a half. And then yesterday evening, him and his wife posted a video on Facebook followed by going on Facebook live to address the situation. Mm -hmm. And basically it was like a whole just damage control 
PR video. He had his book in his hand and was basically like, look, him and his wife, you know, yes, this happened. He wasn't denying it. I did have an affair. However, this happened, you know, X number of months ago, me and my wife have dealt with it. We've worked through it. We're healing now. We're mending from it. So her coming out and being messy or whatever is not my my wife isn't learning anything new and this is what we've been going through and I know I didn't share it with you all because we were going through this privately and you know, I'm saved and all this and then his wife was talking and you know it was a controversial video I don't know if you heard any of the feedback yeah, I heard, I heard, video. I heard it. you know I, you know what pissed me off most about the feedback was them people focusing on what she looked like yeah there was a yeah, lot of comments about her wearing a bonnet and all this it was, stuff it wasn't a bonnet it was a knit hat yeah, it didn't it look like a bonnet. A bonnet was like satin, satin, yeah, right. yeah. People, I don't know what people thought she should be glammed up and her face beat. But if you follow her on Instagram, and that's a whole other topic because her Instagram is also very haunting and very disturbing. But that's how she always looks. So really? she rarely, she rarely gets glammed up. And she said okay. that's kind of not my style. I'm a very mm -hmm. kind of just not even going to say like I'm natural and I'm, you know, she just, it's just not her style. She's mm -hmm. much more low key than her husband. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very kind of, um, how to describe it? Hyper religiously preoccupied uh, yes. Instagram. Yes. Um, but mm -hmm. she also is very open and revealing about how she struggled with like her own self-esteem and finding out about not just this last affair, but multiple affairs and just kind of how it's made her feel over the years, how it's damaged her self-esteem, how <coughs> she became obsessed with finding, yeah, they've they, been together yeah. for me, they shared they a child. Since they were in um, college. Um, and, yeah. 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 It so. sounds like he's basically a serial cheater. So that's yeah. kind of what everyone is so stunned about. It's not even about, like, there's a lot of advice gurus and relationship experts self-proclaimed who have done these things and, and been cheating. And I think he's admitted to affairs in the past, but I think people are taking issue with the fact that he carries himself in a very kind of judgmental, holier-than-thou way. Like, he's kind of judging guys for the very things that he was just recently doing. It's not like his cheating is, like, years and years and years ago, and he's oh, a reformed okay. man giving advice. It was fresh. It was recent. Yeah, so, my own, my own relationship mm -hmm. gurus kind of have that holier than thou attitude. Look at Steve Harvey yeah. up there being holier than thou. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you could say that they've learned from their mistakes, and that's why they can speak to men who were dogs and this and that. But I think a lot of men kind of feel like he's still he was coming for them so recently. And right. it's like, dude, you were just cheating too. Like you're doing all of the things that you say that we shouldn't be doing. All right. the things that he's kind of like people. There was people were saying in the comments like. If somebody presented this scenario to you, you would tell them to leave this man right away because he doesn't respect mm -hmm. you and he's not going to change. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he just really well, came off in the interview like a narcissist and he was yeah. like grasping her hand really, really hard. People were saying she looked frightened and timid. I didn't, I don't know about that. Um, about she that just either. looked tired. Um, I think she's depressed. If you take a look at her Instagram, mm -hmm. like real talk. Um, yeah, she's depressed. It, she she seems very depressed. She talked about how she just through the cheating and the years, she kind of would become obsessed with, you know, the women he slept with and would spend hours looking at, you know, videos or, or pictures in his phone and, you know, 
stalking their Instagram and their social media and mm-hmm. even to the point where mimicking kind of how they dress and makeup right, like if this is that. what he wants and it was yeah. really heartbreaking because as a that woman who's also been cheated on it's like I understand the kind of becoming almost obsessed with like what did he see in her and, mm-hmm. and looking at their social media and needing to know and understand and you know kind of torturing yourself with the visuals of the evidence that you found so I felt her on that it's not something that I would have ever shared in the raw and graphic mm-hmm. way and there's, mm-hmm. there's a number of posts like that where she mm-hmm. talks about hating herself hating how she looks and going through depression it's very sad and this is oh these are recent posts i think so that her. was the feel i had and there's mm-hmm. a lot of kind of scripture and she's kind of saying she's okay with it all she's at peace because she's worked through it she said several times in their in their facebook live how you know you guys are saying i'm weak and why do you tolerate that i didn't tolerate it i left when he did it so she said, you know, I left for several months and I only took him back because he did the work. He did the work. He got saved. He found the Lord. I know he made changes, not for me, but for himself. It was such bull crap. But she seemed to believe it. She just, you know, she's a she's a grown woman. They share a child. But there was a naivete to her. And um, I just See, this sad. is why I wish you would watch um, this season's Married at First Sight. Because there's okay. a girl on there that acts just like her. In wow. a crazy ass situation. Yeah. Like, I mean, like she forgave him. Shama, yes, you know, I, it's the blood of, I mean, it was just a lot. It's a lot. And uh, I, feel, I feel like this kind of evangelical thread is so damaging to women. Like they get so caught yes, up in this. Yes. Oh, yes. like, oh, I have to be a wife. I have to forgive everything. Yeah, I made vows before and, God. And God, all this God stuff. don't want you to be no fool. And divorce yeah. is there for a reason. Like, you, yes. don't have to, yes. you do not have to put up with anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, right. I, I, I was telling my husband about it. And I was like, look, there's a lot of things that I, I can tolerate. You know, infidelity, yes. I say, you know, um, that may be something we can talk about, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Said, but the number one thing is you're not going to sit up here and make me look like a fool. And serial cheating is is like exactly. a, a mistake, serial a one-time cheating. mistake, and I don't even know about that. But So, yeah, I mean, I, like, there's a lot of stuff, you know, we can tolerate. Like you said, maybe a one-time cheating. Yeah, yeah. But- just making a fool out of me is just too much. Make it a fool. And I and I I again can I feel like I've I've lived that experience same, of kind of same. feeling like the laughing mm-hmm. stock of people in our community knowing what was going on and mm-hmm. having to hold my head high. And I, I really felt so badly that she went on live while it was so fresh. And I mean, as much as she denied it, I do think that she still supports her husband and was helping him do damage control because this kind of thing could end his career. Really uh, although I, I saw many, many, many women up in there supporting him and, oh, yeah. and stuff and saying so her she's an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, he'll still have his following. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I felt embarrassed for her and I just... I I get it that I get her point that they went through it and she and you know and no they're not necessarily going to tell us as you're going through it but it came out now and now it's just I didn't like it I didn't like the live I just didn't I don't know if if they had to do it differently should he have gone by himself should she have gone by herself should she not have made an appearance at all some people were like didn't even know he was married so yeah, it's not the yeah. kind of wife who's by his side at the front. And she's yeah. kind of like, well, that's not my thing. I'm the introvert of the marriage. He's the extrovert. So I'm not going to be by his side on stage with him, like, a, you know, the two of us doing this together. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it just, yeah. the whole thing puts a bad taste in my mouth. She like I said, I unfollowed him. Her hand mad tight and- oh my God. He was holding her like a hostage. People were like, yes. blink twice if you, if you need, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh my God. 
Yeah. I'm just gonna stick to my MJ Harris because that's the only man I want to hear on video giving advice. You know MJ I Harris. I don't care for men giving us advice. No, but he's this he's this gay guy who like kind of gives it to you like he can oh, talk yeah. like a girlfriend, like a guy. That's what I love about him because he's a guy, but he also is like one of the girls. So check him out on MJ Harris. Like he is so different. His is so refreshing. His take on things and um. Yeah, it's just it's it's my it's missing that arrogant, condescending know-it-all, you know, mm-hmm. telling you what to do and all de- definitive. If he does this, then this. MJ is like a girlfriend, and he shares his own personal stuff, and he's honest. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's canceled to me. People will go on. So I'm gonna keep following this story though. Um, yeah, but yeah. I when I say canceled, I'm not following him on any social media, even if it's just my one little follow. You you lost it, bro. You we were talking that. about him in, my, in one of my groups on Facebook. I'm in the HBCU Greeks group, mm-hmm. and people just talking about him like a dog. And I'm like, um, y'all do know he's in this group. My brother Kareem, shout out to Kareem. Oh, Kareem was like, oh, y'all do lurking. know he's in this group, right? And they was like, oh, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Well, men oh, have been waiting for his fall from grace. Yeah, They've been waiting for this. <laughs> Because if you're not familiar with with um with Derek Jackson, there's there's a few of them on there. Ace Metaphor is another good one. You know, he's all right. But Derek mm-hmm. Jackson, I think he ruffles men's feathers because he's also very handsome. And he knows yes. it. You know what I mean? He's very chocolate, smooth skin, broad shoulders, muscular build. So I think men are just threatened overall. Like, he had a nerve to be handsome. And he's given this advice. And they feel like he's dogging them out. And sometimes he is. So they mm. just hate his guts. This is kind of like when Millie Vanilli fell from Grace in the 90s. You know how men used to hate on them so bad? So the men were all happy because they were kind of secretly jealous because a lot of women had crushes on them. So I think this is partly that. But for me, I'm just disgusted by him because I've been with narcissists. I've been with men who gaslight women. I I know those. I can recognize that when I see it because I've lived with that. So um, that's the part that killed me. Like he was totally gaslighting her as she was talking about how, you know, when you mentioned the part about about her going on Instagram, he's like, well, you don't have to do all that. Obviously, you you attracted to that, bro. Exactly. Um, the thing that she don't, I mean, and then there were old pictures of people were resurfacing old pictures of her where she was much more dolled up and, and, and yeah. things like that. And yeah. she just kind of put tamed it down because he told her to tame it down. Yeah, people were saying that he might like her kind of tamed cool. down like that because he wants to kind of be the handsome star and maybe not wanting men to be attracted to her. He might like his little doormat, his little plain Jane doormat um, who's going to take care of the kids and be the quiet little mousy because she looked very mousy, be the quiet Mm -hmm. little mousy housewife while he's speaking and you know, he -hmm. could have a very dynamic woman by his side like one of those women who's like a pastor's wife the way they are, heavily made up and gorgeous and their own leadership in their own way and I feel like it's an intentional choice that he has not found a woman like that because right. he could easily get that type of gal to be on his arm, and he chose the opposite. So it just right. kind of lets me feel like that's what he needs. So. Right. Well, many guys like that do that, though. Like, yeah. I mean, I think about, like, you were talking about pastors' wives. I think about many, like, of the mm-hmm. mega, mega church preachers here in the city. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's one pastor, I'm not going to call his name, but if you're in Atlanta, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He is so fine, so mm-hmm. fine. But his wife literally, I had to look twice. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your wife. Like, like Yeah, yeah. Who was just standing next to him? I wouldn't know that that was his wife. She looked like the complete 
I mean, I mean, not an attractive woman at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? like I would, you know, I wouldn't have thought mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, miss, miss, and I'm sure miss. that's a, that's an intentional choice. It's yeah. an intentional choice because he's a mm-hmm. very charismatic guy, and yeah. that attention front and center. And but at the same time, he is working his wife, and he and I know Jerry Jackson is doing the same thing, working his wife like a dog. If he said yes. I need X, Y, and Z, she's gonna do it. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yes, I mean, yes. I get that feeling from her, especially from that interview. Like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to sustain this marriage. I'm going to do whatever it takes to sustain my husband. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you know, she's going to be that workhorse for him, uplifting him, blah, blah, while he just trying to lie, doing whatever he's doing. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. So that's, that's, the, that's the whole tea behind it. You know, I, I mean, I... Like I said, this whole evangelical strain of women who just feel like, oh my God, it's the Lord's will that I be with somebody. The Lord yeah, don't I made vows. Yeah. The Lord doesn't want you in so, some crazy ass situation like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Where your self esteem is compromised, your self worth is compromised. God is what, giving you fun. And you're, you have a daughter who's going to be looking to you for how a man should treat her. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just sad. I just feel like this one affair came out. I know there's been many, and she she's alluded to that on her Instagram. And um, yep. it's just a sad situation, you know? Mm-hmm. It is. Sad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, keep following this story, y'all. Yeah, we'll keep following it. It's, it's gonna be some. More, I, I guarantee another mistress or somebody will come out. Yeah, like, yeah oh, now is the time. The come day on he out, made y'all. that video, he came to my house. I mean, who exactly. knows? Exactly. Who knows, girl? Oh my god, who knows? Oh gosh. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, oh god. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we will be back um, after the break and come back with our hot talk of the day well our regular topic not a hot topic we cover those but our regular topic of the day but it is a hot topic, it is a hot topic. <laughs> all right we'll be back all right cool. <laughs> are the boys okay go check on them girl no they're good no i'm done i'm through with them i'm so angry at them I told them they better be <laughs> i'm so through with them boys no, they didn't, but I just didn't like how the couch was all shoved back all crazy. I knew that meant they were fighting. Oh, oh my god, no. boys, I swear. That's what you get for having kids. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly why. They're too close in age, so it's like they're best friends, but they also hey, fight like Yes, yes, yes. You get That's exactly what it was. Too oh, close. Oh, Tegan, she gonna have nobody to fight with. Except her cousins, maybe. But I don't even think girls really fight. Like, me and my sisters argue, no, but you we didn't fight like that. Oh, really? They do? Yeah, yes. My little cousin be telling me that um, her kids be fighting all the time. Oh, my like, two daughters, okay. they, they about a year and a half. Oh. Maybe, maybe, they might be like three years yes, apart. That age, they that fight. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, Lord. She said, it'd be a mess. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. But anyway. mm-hmm. all right, y'all. We, we are back, and so um, it's funny we're talking about Derek Jackson, and the, <laughs> the main complaint that dudes had with Derek Jackson was that he was a quote-unquote simp. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he yeah. was giving this advice to men to make them all soft and quote-unquote emasculated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's my t- that's the topic for tonight about dudes being simps. 
Now it's all over, like if you're on TikTok and, and, yeah. and everything, this whole movement now where where guys are being called out for just the most mundane things and saying, oh, you a simp if you do mm-hmm. this. I feel like gen- the term simp has been around for a while, <laughs> but I do think Gen Z has really popularized it and made it just so negative. And like you said, through TikTok, and um, yeah, we should talk a little bit about what it what it means to be a simp, quote unquote. I remember that song "Simping at Easy" when we were growing up, and mm-hmm. it was mostly about you know treating the girl and being lavish, and you know you know if mm-hmm. you it ain't basically it ain't tricking if you got it basically. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. If mm-hmm. I got it, if I got it, I'm gonna give it. You know, my girl can have whatever she wants. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, you can have whatever you like to quote Tia Lord, quote Tia Jesus. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel like a, mm-hmm. the term "simp" is really used kind of by guys to make fun of other men mm-hmm. who they perceive, you know, as being too nice to women, being too yeah. much of a nice guy. You know, they're a square. You know, basically, you're, you're rolling off the red carpet and treating this female. I hate that term, female, oh. but treating that female too nice, and you know. And this, and and I guess the simp, it's not even with an ulterior motive to get mm-hmm. laid or anything. As mm-hmm. as they would get more cred- credibility, street cred, if it was for that. But they're right. just being nice, you know, buying her dinner or talking to her without getting sexual favors in return. You know, just helping her out and being a, a cool, good guy. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes you a simp, according to today's youth. You know, it makes yeah. you like a punk, like right. you're a chump, being like, taken advantage like- of. I don't, I don't, I don't understand when relationships became so transactional. You know what I mean? Like you got to give me something in order for me to give you something. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. That. I mean, I mean, relationships, I guess, have always been transactional, but nowadays it seems like these, especially guys, they know they don't have a lot to offer. Yeah. Even yeah. that women are being more educated, women are outpacing mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. all force, all this, all this, all that. And they feel like, okay, well, what the hell does she want with me? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm, if a guy mm-hmm. does do extra, like, well, dude, why are you doing all that? She got this, she got that. Why are you doing all that? No yeah. need to do all that if she has this. Like, it's like, why can't, what happened to be just, just being kind or nice or just, yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, today a simp is considered a guy who is just a regular guy, but it's like he's seen as weak. He's seen mm-hmm. as he has no dignity. He's mm-hmm. just a simp. Like my kids used the term the other day and I was really disappointed and we had to like talk about what that meant. And it was in the context of like the guy who I'm seeing, obviously, you know, oh, he called me and then he called me back because I didn't answer. Or if he does something nice for me, like, oh, he's a, and I'm like, no, let's talk about what that means. Because when you guys are dating, I do expect that you'll you'll be respectful and you'll treat these the girls this way. And, and you know, I'm certainly not going to be getting and buying things for them and there was, I don't know if you watched um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but one of the, the teenagers oh, yeah. used his mother's credit card and bought a Prada bag for his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And she kind of like, yeah, the the pastor lady married uh, Cosby. And she was like, mm-hmm. why was there a Prada bag on my credit card or whatever? And he was like, I bought it for, no, you're not buying no couple no. thousand dollar bag for this girl. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I just I just think it's sad because I, I don't know. I I don't know about what the other cultures, if they have a similar term for these guys who do stuff. And I think young teenagers might call everyone simp. But I feel like when it comes to older people, I hear simp in the context of like black men who are just gentle and and loving and kind and don't have that kind of, you know, toxic masculinity about them. Maybe this is a term with maybe black and maybe Hispanic men. 
only yeah. because of the whole idea of just machismo yeah uh, yeah like that and what what it means to quote unquote be a man um i don't hear that in the context of you know asian men or yeah um, or maybe even, by definition people just see them as simps i don't know yes, yes i think that's what it is people see them as weak so anyway, they don't, yeah. They don't and a black them. man's supposed to be kind of tougher. And there's this yeah, narrative right. that women are toxic anyway and want right. your money and out to get them. So like right. you said, it becomes this transactional thing where mm-hmm. in turn, men are supposed to treat them like, quote, bitches and hoes. And, you right. know, you want money from me. So I expect sex or whatever from you. And, you know, if you're just too mm-hmm. nice and you're you want to buy your flowers or money or whatever, you must be a simp. You must right. be just right. for what are you doing that for? For what? Right. Well, maybe right. because I really like her and I want to court her because right. I'm one of the few people who still uses the term court, but that's the term that my mom used. And I do think men should court women still. And it's not about being a simp. It's about, I like her and I, and she's special to me. Um, and but, you see, just, just human decency. If you see somebody in need, um, I'm not, I mean, you know, everybody has their limits, but you know, you see somebody in need, see somebody um, need some help, you know, mm-hmm just to extend some help to someone that's not being a simp because these it's days chivalry a, helping someone right. in need makes you a simp apparently right, right it's just common human decency has just gone out the freaking window i just mm-hmm. i don't get it. i just mm-hmm. don't, get mm-hmm. it. I don't get yeah it. but yeah Derek jackson poor dude you know, I didn't even know that people considered him a simp. I they guess they were doing it in the context yeah. of like, why are you giving this advice to women and telling right. our secrets or, right. you know, telling men to not cheat or to be good guys? That makes you a simp. So I guess right. the definition of not, you know, being loyal and faithful is is a simp. Um, but it's and, like, and it's a weird way calling a guy simp a simp. Also, this is this does not make any sense to me. But straight men don't make sense to me half the time anyway. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. just that straight men don't make sense to me anyway. But there's this, also this connotation or this idea that being a simp somehow invalidates your sexuality in some kind of way. Like, yeah. like yeah. your heterosexuality is calling the question, which I think is weird because if you're being a simp and you're dealing primarily with women, how does that call call into your you know, question your sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely used as a way to tear down men. It's definitely used to kind of tear down each other. Kind of like Mm -hmm. they do that to each other. And it it is kind of like the new school way of being like, Oh, that's so gay. You're so gay. And you know how kids used to say that you're kind of misusing that word. Exactly. Um, I think this is replacing gay because they know they can't. Yeah. It's like politically not correct to say that anymore. So it's like, you're a set, you're a herb, you're a scrub, you're weak, you're, you know, you're a punk. Those are, right, it's just such a right, negative thing. Right, um, right. So who are some, some well-known, I guess, relationships where the, where people, where the guy is criticized for being a simp? Russell think? Wilson. Yeah, that came to mind for me first. That came Russell to mind for Wilson, me first. Uh, and it sucks because to me, like they're really, and I don't like to use the word goals with any relationship because it's like, as soon as you say goals, you oh, jinxed man. it. And then something happens and Russell was cheating or they broke up. So you don't want to say goals, but yeah. to me, just the way he loves her. So I'm not going to use goals. I'm going to just describe how I perceive their relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is a 100% man who loves her in a way that we all deserve to be loved. He uplifts her. He's mm-hmm. proud of her. He's not ashamed to profess how he feels about her. He's tender. 
He's loving. I was so struck by that recent video, but there's so many examples of this, but that most recent video where they were kind of playfully interviewing each other. And she was like, kind of, what's your, you know, she had to guess what his biggest fear was. He asked her, what's my biggest fear? And she kind of knew, but she wasn't sure. And she was like, is it, is it losing? And she didn't want to say it. And he was like, yeah, losing you. And that like almost like uh, to my eye, but oh my God. The man. Yes, they went in on that ass. He's a simp. He's a punk. Why would you say? And it's I'm like not some female. Right, female. Right. That's his wife. That's the mother of his children. He loves her. That's his fear. And mm-hmm. I feel like the he just expresses what maybe some guys feel inside. Right. But because of this toxic masculinity, they would never admit that aloud. He's mm-hmm. comfortable in his sexuality. He's comfortable in his manhood. He's right. comfortable enough to say, I love this woman. She's the love of my life. You know, she's everything to me. But these right. men are so macho and silly. I just, oh. They so stupid. I they dog Russell out so bad for being I know. a simple I know. They, I mean, remember before... The red tabletop people said, you know, Will Smith was a simp too. Yeah, before the uh, tabletop. Yeah, before, before Jada was out here, uh, right uh, in these streets, right, yeah. whatever. But uh, um, he was a simp. They still say he a simp for staying. Yeah, you know? and, and which is so and, ridiculous to me because I'm sure Will Smith did his little thing, and they had an open relationship. Come on, I don't now. care what anybody says. Yeah, he felt embarrassed because it came out the way it did, but he knew, and they knew, and they went through it together, and just that disgusts right. me. Right. But yes, that when I think of that meme where his eyes are all bloodshot and he's right, right. <laughs> from crying and stuff, of course right. you know people are gonna call him a simp and they love to yeah. demonize, um, demonize Jada, you know. Mm-hmm. And then but, people are calling, you know, even though the relationship is fairly new, calling Michael B. Jordan a simp, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, she been ran through um, right right and you have not like i don't understand exactly so it takes on so many different kind of meanings and definitions but it's basically just the most foul way that they can kind of demean another man for basically loving a woman and not being yeah, ashamed of it openly openly, openly yeah it's mm-hmm. like you're supposed to treat a woman woman like offset all macho tough you cheat and then you do lavish gifts and bling and Hermes bags and all this crap and you don't really kind of like own it you just kind of like right you do some big old display on the stage rapping and do you know all that like instead of just kind of like I don't know just so quick I always thought that they call I I mean now they're broken up J-Lo possibly and and Alex Rodriguez but they kind of make him seem like he's a simp too and for some of the reasons because she's been married so many times and Mm -hmm. it seemed like she finally that's kind of why I was rooting for her for them because she was always with kind of the flashy guys and then she finally Mm -hmm. found this guy who was famous but seemed more low-key so he kind of got the simp thing but he -hmm. seemed like he was a nice guy for her it's always a nice guy who people just see as soft that they call a simp. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. A simp. I just no matter that. how like handsome he is or whatever, they just like, oh, he's a simp. I'm like, well, that's part of the hate, I think. Kind of like, yeah, I mean, you know, the he's fine. Think about Russell he's Wilson. Like, oh, right. They just can't believe it. He's fine and he's nice. Like, look how Russell Wilson looks. He makes all this money. They, mm-hmm. I think people low-key hate on Sierra. And she's a, she's just a naturally pretty girl with a naturally slim physique. She's not all like video vixen over the top. She's a pretty natural girl, you know. Um, and I just think people just hate on it. They just hate on their love. And um, even though they've had their issues, people mm-hmm. hate on Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. 
Yeah. Um, That's some narrative also came about when he started to embrace his daughter. Yes. Her name is Zaya. Zaya. Yeah. And it's like now the jokes and this and that. And you have the people yeah. like the little Boosie in them with this narrative of somebody, you know. Because right. right. it's people like that who are throwing around that scent. To, oh, my goodness. Mm, it just yeah. disgusts yeah. me. Like, be it real. Mm. Man, you don't treat your... I'm so, so I'm supposed to hate my child? I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not own up to beat them mistakes. out beat it out of them or something. yeah yeah i'm not supposed to own up to my mistakes and love my woman you know it's yeah. just crazy to me it's just crazy to me how nice things guy. have changed like over the past i don't know maybe it's always been there and i've just been oblivious but yeah. i don't know i just feel like things have really really changed in the past it's just uh, hard for a man to be kind of open and sensitive and loving in an era where being open and sensitive and loving is not embraced by a man of color. Other races can be open and sensitive and loving and transparent about their feelings. But the minute a black man or a brown man is sensitive or expressing how he feels or loving his wife openly and, you know, in, in a non-toxic way, it's just like right. he's a simp. Right. being a nice guy doing nice things for a woman like I just I had to lecture my kids when they use that term simp. like don't do that don't be disrespectful yeah. like what model do you guys already have at your young ages of how a, a boy is supposed to treat a girl if mm. this guy is a simp because he gives me flowers every month or because right. he calls me and is nice like you know, that's they have their first you. heartbreak you don't be like oh I'm sorry you're yeah. exactly because <laughs> you have feelings because you're sad that makes yeah. you a simp no yeah yeah exactly yeah. It's like, what, what are we, what, and I think, you know, I, I'm raising a daughter, you're raising sons. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is my daughter going to like, when she gets out there and if, if she chooses to date Hope me. she finds herself a nice simp. Right. If she chooses right. to she date man. You know, she has that example of her father. I'm, I'm not even going to call my husband a simp, but yeah. you know, mm -hmm. he's a sweet man. You know, if she has right. example of her dad who's hardworking, a sweet guy. Yeah. And she's going to want to look for that, you know, yes. and she's not going to want to settle for anything less than that. And I, mm -hmm. and I would be upset if she did, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And even if it's just high school, you don't want somebody to disrespect you. Like, mm -mm. I think about when we were in high school, I, we always like the little bad boy, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we go through that phase. Yeah, we do. Phase. I used to like this. I used to like this guy in high school. I'm not even gonna say his name because people from high school <laughs> listen to this, right. this fucking podcast and they'd be like, right. ooh, but uh -huh. I used to like this guy. He was such a thug. Like everybody in school knew he was a thug, blah blah. Mm -hmm. But he used to call me on the phone. And that job was I realized that it was such a fake persona. The thug right. thing was a persona because he would call me and be like, I got this poem I wanna read. <laughs> Oh, see, but that's like because like, it's not cool to be like that, right? But behind the scenes, they're all sensitive and sweet. Yeah, and I think the boy probably went to jail, but I mean, he, I mean, <laughs> behind the scenes, right. but he was real sweet and sensitive, and yeah. he, you know, he was real kind. And but he wasn't comfortable being that way openly. He wasn't because that way openly, even back right. then, mm -hmm. right, right. So that was like the '90s. So back then, it was all Tupac's and. You know, yeah, that gangster era, yeah, gangster era. You know that we grew mm -hmm. up in, and you know people were not seeing soft, softer men. You know, being mm -hmm. displayed with popular music and things like that. So it was, it was, I'm sure it was hard for him, but you know he was soft with me. I mean, I don't care. You know, you know. I, then again, I was only like 14, 15, so what did I know about anything? Mm -hmm. But you mm -hmm. know, it, it was just that was just a perfect example to me of how. You know, looking back on it, how toxic masculinity is just 
Yes. Ruins it for everyone. It just ruins yeah. it for everyone. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just... Mm. It's true. It's Pete great. Davidson was seen as a simp, too. You know, he, yeah. he did Ariana Grande yeah. and a yes. couple others. Yes. And he was hurt. You know, he was really in love with... Really in love. Of, right. He's an artist. I've, I know a few kind of actors, and I find that they're very sensitive, you know, people. Very. And um, I think he probably deeply loved or thought he deeply loved those women that he was with, including mm -hmm. Ariana Grande. And... Um, she I just feel like he gets the scent cool label. She really does. Mm -hmm. She really does. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just feel like people just, you can't catch a break, you know? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Black or, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, white men have mm -hmm. the have the luxury of moving in spaces where they can be, you know, different things. But men of color, not so much. Mm -hmm. They don't have mm -hmm. the luxury of being, you know. Yeah. That, that's why for me, when I write, when I write, um, love stories and write romances I always write these men who are very soft and gooey and sweet yeah we need um, to normalize that make because, that normal yeah, yeah yeah we need to normalize they might have these high power jobs yes, and yes like that but you know first book I wrote novel I wrote this out here um mm -hmm. on on um query right now it was an architect but he was also soft and sweet and good on the inside yeah right now the guy is an engineer computer coder engineer Mm -hmm. and soft and sweet for this girl crazy about the girl that he's in love with and I'm mm -hmm. like I feel like we need more of that we need more cinnamon roll what they call cinnamon roll guys and less mm -hmm. quote unquote alpha assholes because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. alpha assholes don't do nothing for me um, not alpha not if anybody black listening and I'm not talking about alpha the frat I mean alpha like alpha males <laughs> right 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 mm -hmm. <laughs> although that could be although it could be one in the same um, yeah, but, absolutely. But, you know, it's you know we it gets old. You know what I'm saying? After a while, yeah. all the bravado and and the machismo, it gets so it does. old. And that's it's why tired. I think for years people have um men have always kind of hated on Drake because mm -hmm. his rap is so kind of love songy, sing songy. Whereas women, and they they say college women in particular love Drake mm -hmm. because yeah. his lyrics are sensitive, and he just seems and he's not even that nice a guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He does his he's little drugs. But they call him a simp because, you know, he's sensitive in his music and he sings. And I like that. Like, I'm a Drake fan. So, I, I mean, if, if he's a simp, then he's a simp. But oh, I don't Drake, think he's Drake anything. Is, Drake is totally a simp. Because I'll never forget that story um, on the podcast. I think Fresh Alina told. And she was mm -hmm. talking about how her friend was like a stripper in, down here in Atlanta. And Drake called him up to, like, the hotel room. Mm -hmm. And they thought they were going to get, like, paid, paid, like, to mm -hmm. strip. She's like, oh, girl, we about to get paid. You know, Jake called us up. Right. You, know, you know, this man called them women up to listen to his music. And so oh, my. Yeah, see like, that? Oh, girl, no, this is not what we came up artist. for. Right, right. That is, that is simpish. Oh, my God. See, yeah, that's so yeah, funny. That's, that's, that's a good crazy behavior. I mean, I can't imagine being a stripper, putting on my good stripper heels, and then going up there and come on. probably wouldn't just, just sit and talk, right, oh, and listen to music. This rough cut of views or whatever the name of the I album was. That. That's so funny. <laughs> like, oh my god! But yeah, people—the way that term is used because it has so many different meanings. And like they would—they started calling Kanye West a simp after he went into the Kardashian West family and was on the show. He suddenly quote became a simp, you know, after he dogged out Amber Wood and Amber Rose and was dogging out Wiz Khalifa, calling him a simp for for wife and a stripper and all this stuff. And then he started being called a simp after you know he became basically a Kardashian. So. 
I don't know. But yeah, it's just it's just a term that I wish we could cancel. But you know, Gen Z loves it. It's a TikTok famous term. Simp, the term right. simp is not going anywhere. I guess it's up to us to just make sure our children kind of understand the ramifications and what it means and, and maybe just normalize and like I said, make it okay to be quote a simp. Since we can't do anything to, with the term. Right. According to Urban Dictionary, it's saying okay. it describes a person who is excessive who performs excessive sympathy and attention toward another person, sometimes in pursuit of a sexual relationship. It defines a simp as someone who quote does way too much for a person they like. Yeah, yeah. Doing way too that much. That second one is, I think, what more the young people are yeah. um, referring to. Yeah, because yeah. that's what they say about my guy. Like he, oh, he does. Why does he do so much? Because he likes me. Because he's nice. Because when you like someone, you do nice things. And they like they doing too much. Yes, exactly. Because I deserve it. Because it's right. and I do nice things as well. You know. Right, 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 right. Too much. When people know their worth. You're yeah. going to spoil them with nice things. I mean, mm-hmm. as a person whose love language is gifts, I I, I will say that mm-hmm. you know, I, I if I'm nice, I deserve nice things. Yeah, I exactly. Nicely, not even nice things. I deserve mm-hmm. to be treated nicely. You know what I mean? If, if I'm being good to you, you, you should be good to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time. It's so funny because, like, like we were talking about it, it does have racial implications because white guys are taught from a young age, look, if you want to have a woman, you need to have yeah. money. You need yeah. to you know, lavish, you know, have a lavish lifestyle and, and, you know, so on and so forth to, to attract women and you need, you need to be yeah. balling and make X yeah. amount of dollars. You need to, yeah. you know, even if you don't have it, you need to have the, the facade that you do have you know this money and stuff like that you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like and then white women are told hey you need to be with someone who can provide for you yeah yeah and without shame but if we say yes gold digger and all this other stuff yeah you're a gold digger so where i hate that double standard Mm -hmm. when are we going to come to the middle and be like okay this is all stupid you know what i mean Mm -hmm, people and treat people how you want to be treated that's right period Point that's blank. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah. we're expecting the same things that our white counterpart parts expect and feel mm-hmm. entitled to we're just kind of you know really trashed for it you know so yeah. yeah it was so funny i remember when um i first got engaged and at work i because it had been i've been divorced five years and mm-hmm. so i very low key at work. I don't talk about relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the time, my coworker, um, she since passed away. We were very, very close. Oh, she knew that I was dating. Um, and you know, I talked a little bit about my husband, and then he was just somebody I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And then when I got engaged, you know, I had this big ring on my finger. So mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to walk around and show people because I was just like, I don't want them to think I'm bragging. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want them to think that they think that I think I'm too good. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Head, like, you know, and then one day I was at work and then another coworker, um, I was just, you know, just showing her something and typing. And then she looked at my hand. She said, Oh my God, are you engaged? And I was, <laughs> I was like, Yeah. She said, Why haven't you told anyone? She made me get up out of my seat. Oh. A white, girl, a white girl, she made me get up out of my seat. She took me around to every woman in the office 
and said, Tati hasn't been engaged and she didn't want to tell anybody because Aww. she's feeling shy. So we need to be happy for her. They have that. They feel so different. Like, right. Cause I'm also the same right. way. I would be low key about it. And mm-hmm. another woman, like you said, would kind of make, maybe throw her own engagement party or make it a whole big thing at the office. And mm-hmm. yeah, we want to be so humble about things. And I was, I was so humble. Yeah. Maybe we don't need to be. I don't have to throw me no shower. They threw me a big shower. They threw me a big old baby shower. I was like, you know, this is crazy. I was like, I, I'm such a, I was such a low key person, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But you know, cel- black women need to be celebrated. Yes, yes, we need yes. To take ownership of being celebrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teach me, our men that it's okay to celebrate us. Not, not in the times where we're uplifting y'all or trying to, you know you know prop you guys up but just uh, right. up and celebrate us for what we're doing on our own yes. you know what I mean exactly oh, exactly no. Wilson proud of his wife oh she got a new album out she got this. he yeah, standing for your wife that's what you're supposed to do she's doing oh she got you know look at her Weight Watchers commercial you know all kinds yeah. of stuff you know he's he's doing that you know yeah but, yeah you know, but that makes him a punk that makes him yeah weird. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's also like if there's a strong woman, whether we know anything about the man or not, he's automatically mm-hmm. like a simp. Like Oprah Winfrey Stedman is a simp. Like you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're older, so nobody really judges them or cares. But I imagine people might be like, "Oh, because she's the strong one." We don't know. We don't know what. Yeah. Oprah. Oprah. I, I get the feeling, and I'm, I'm going to say this because of different things that she said in interviews. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling that Oprah, business Oprah, is tough. Oprah. Mm-hmm. At home, Oprah is soft, yeah. laid back. Kind of how Wendy Williams was strong at work, exactly. but would be soft with Kevin, even though we right. met later. He's right. like verbally or whatever abusive. Right. But yeah, it doesn't mean you're the same at home and work. Right, because Oprah is so delighted to just be in her garden and pick things. Yeah, she really and is just a regular and, woman. You know, talking about Stedman gets excited about her beans and her cornbread. Yes. You know, stuff it can like be that. very draining being so strong and, and sure. tough at work. Sometimes we want to just be soft and be a woman at home you know to be so be a quote-unquote strong black woman yes it is we want the romantic love and partnership however that looks straight or 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 a lesbian bisexual whatever it looks like to you we want to have that softness somewhere you know what i mean yes put our guards down and be soft and if you can't be that with the person you're in relationship with the hell i mean what's the point of being in a relationship right. with somebody you know exactly it's just so exactly infuriating to me it's like you very unfair it, it is unfair it is totally unfair you mm-hmm. you have to shoulder the burden of the emotional burden in the relationship and that person yes. not do that that's not right that's not exactly right. you know exactly youngsters need to learn man if, i mean that's why so many of them are, are alone <laughs> and mm-hmm, they're lonely mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean? and and the truth of the matter mm-hmm. is i think when people say stuff like that they're lonely look at look yeah. at where we are in this this whole time in this um quarantine time this is a time where men have had to force themselves to be by themselves right like, exactly themselves. no contact with other women he, they be calling, go, hey, just come through, slide through. No, I'm not coming through. I'm not sliding through. It's, it's mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. outside, boy. I'm not coming. I'm not right. coming through. And so, um, you know, I think this has taught 
men they that they need to like learn to live with themselves like learn mm-hmm, more about mm-hmm. themselves and because mm-hmm. men are so damn frustrated and don't want to take ownership of what what they are about when they see people having soft time relationships they don't want to just straight up say i'm lonely they would just want exactly to say, he's a step for doing nice things not oh i yes. wish i had that i'm lonely that's right that's right. That's right. Because it's there is it is rooted in insecurity and jealousy and and even though um you know what's his name Derek Jack Derek Jackson turned out to be a narcissistic asshole that he, men's hate of him prior to that was definitely rooted in insecurity and yes. jealousy and yes. same with Russell Wilson and all the other ones they call simps you know mm-hmm. just some of the simps turn out to actually be genuinely nice guys and yes. some when the cloak is moved to the side they're they're really not. Right. They were pretending to be simps for the, uh, you know, for the gram, for the perks, <laughs> I guess, for the gram, right? <laughs> for the gram, yeah, part, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we need to change the narrative on simps. Yes, know. yes, and just stop, stop calling it simps. Stop calling it soft. Yeah, it's like yeah. He's a yeah. Dude. Nice guy. Oh, he's a regular guy. dude. Nice yeah. Guy regular guy and, and these youngsters need to realize that there's no shame in yeah. showing your feelings or even wearing your heart on your sleeve sometimes you know yeah it starts from young though and it's sad because mm-hmm. like i said my kids at 10 and 12 already have this idea that they're supposed to be macho and tough when it comes to girls and that's not like, either are you they're getting that's that i guess from their kids the big brothers yeah it totally is so it's shocking for me. I'm like, it's my responsibility to, to correct this early. And I hope that I can, but mm-hmm. peer influence is very strong, you know? Yes. So, yes. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah. So. Anyway, girl. Y'all, y'all stop hating on stamps. <laughs> yes, please. We love stamps. <laughs> yeah, we love stamps. <laughs> we love stamps. <laughs> we love me a stamp. Yeah. Oh, that's right. All right, you guys, we'll be right back and we'll talk about this week's watching romance and reading romance. So be back after the break. Are you looking for a sexy and smelling good candle that is going to set the mood for romance? Well, you've come to the right place because we here at Romance and Color recommend you Glow Girl Candle Company. The candles are amazing. They're eco-friendly, made from coconut soy wax and free of toxins and parabens. They come in amazing sexy smells like pineapple sage and black raspberry and vanilla that are sure to get you in a sexy and romantic mood. Black woman owned and based out of LA, You Glow Girl Candle Company is the move to set the mood right. Visit them at You Glow Girl Candle Co. Dot com and tell them Romance and Color sent you. Now back to the show. We are back. Um, so this week's watching romance. Have you watched anything good? Um, not no, really just Delilah, but we're gonna wait to talk about that next week. Yes, so. yeah, that's about so, it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I stumbled across this movie on Amazon and I think I've seen it, but I'm not quite sure. Um, it was an up TV movie and a, it starred oh. black people, which was shocking because up TV does not have a lot of black people on there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but it was called Love by Accident. It was so adorable and so sweet. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was about this girl who was taking a road trip with her grandma and their RV breaks down and she falls for the mechanic. Um, 
and her grandmother was like, oh, I'm dying, but I see that you have this relationship with the mechanic. I would love if you guys started dating. It would make me so happy. And so the girl like has like a fake relationship with the guy, but they, but she starts falling for him, and the guy starts falling for her, of course. It's a fake. That's what happens in fake relationships. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was so cute. I thought it was really cute. Um, there was a, you know, a thread in there about kind of like forgiveness and not being afraid and conquering your own fears and stuff like that because the um, the girl, she had been afraid to do something and step out mm-hmm, of her home. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like a, I think she was like an English PhD or something. She was getting her PhD in English, and mm-hmm. he was like a mechanic, mm-hmm. and and he also did something else in the town. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a small town, but there was some. I don't know why they. I need small towns to be like some black people, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was so cute. It was just really, really cute. But that was the only thing I've seen so far. But you were telling okay. me to watch something with Kristen Davis. Oh well, yeah. So that's that's a Netflix movie, and it's just it's it's just a cute little um thriller that looks promising. And it struck me because she's an author, and she had mm-hmm. a little writer's block too. And I like what do you call it a trope? I like yeah. a trope where there's just an author and a thriller combined. So, yes, and I know yes. we we both love Kristen Davis. We can't wait yes. to see her in this reboot of Sex and the City. Maybe we can't wait. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's a cute little thriller. So not not necessarily romance and color, but just a cute, you know. Yeah, it's a Netflix cute. Netflix There's nothing else on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I didn't really have anything else. Like I said, um, my DVR is pretty much. Mm-hmm. That I need to catch up on like this is us and all kinds, all kinds of stuff that I haven't caught up on. I'm hoping like when I take this little mini break, I can you know. Yeah. One yeah. show, you know, uninterrupted by a little mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. That would be nice. Yeah. But um, in reading romance, um, I read a cute little book. It was about, well, she didn't call it a novel and she didn't call it a novella. She called it a novelette. <laughs> it, was, it was like 50 pages. Um, it was called Eight, A-T-E by Realzy Adams. Um, it was so cute. It, it was very, it was very erotic. Um, it was about a woman who got a uh, promotion at work and, um, well, not a promotion. She was selling off her business. So she was about to, she was standing to come in for like billions of dollars or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she hires a personal chef to like cook her celebratory mm-hmm. meal. Okay. And so, um, her best friend who was supposed to be there with her backed out at the last minute so it's just her and this chef in the kitchen so mm-hmm. you know you don't know what's gonna happen it's just her and this chef in the kitchen. <laughs> so right. it, was, it was very very um woo child very heated um <laughs> but for 50 page 50 pages y'all can read that in an hour so mm-hmm, it was, uh-huh. so shout out to real z um adults but i am going to this week i'm going to be putting up our spring um romance and color reading list it has some good ones on there y'all mm, some stuff I mentioned, nice. mentioned here before and some new stuff so y'all stay tuned i want y'all to um like i'm probably gonna have it up before i leave so it'll be up at least by thursday so on okay, good so definitely y'all. look out for that yes mm-hmm. so that's it that's it for me nothing else I don't have any song this week. Well, I actually have a song. It's not new though. But I know, Lisa. I have a I have a listening <laughs> in romance for once. 
so yes. this is a song that's a few years old and um it's not even the lyrics that are so touching although they're pretty it's the video it's one of those songs because i listen to a lot of janae Iko um oh, yeah. on youtube and so you know sometimes random songs pop up so she has this one video. I think it came out in 2017. It's for the song While We're Young. Do you know it? Oh, I love that song. And it's like the song itself is pretty, but the video is so touching. It's not even so related to the song, but it's basically about a young woman, Janae, who has a mental disorder where she experiences short-term video. I'm sorry, short-term memory loss. So yeah. basically this guy who is her boyfriend, he runs into her in a coffee shop where she is there every morning kind of working and having her coffee and um, he, you know, courts her and they go out on a really nice first date, but then the short term memory loss is set up that she doesn't remember him the next day. So like basically throughout the video, he's looking for creative ways to stage run-ins with her so he mm -hmm. can spend the day with her and they kind of in their own special way become a couple and mm -hmm. she still wakes up every morning and really doesn't remember him. So it's kind of like a cross between like, uh, you know, yeah, like 51st dates and, you know, just like that whole 51st dates in the notebook. It kind of yeah. has that feel to it. Very romantic, very sweet. There's at one point in the video where she, you know, he basically takes pictures and videos of them and documents their dating oh. journey. So when she doesn't remember, he can show her. And then she asks him at one point, you know, do you love me? And he has to think about it. And he's like, well, you know, I wake up every day and I'm thinking of new creative ways to spend time with you. He's like, yeah, I guess I do. It's really, really sweet and romantic. And it just, it touches me. It's like a different video, a different type of video. And I really like it. So you guys should check it out on YouTube if you are on there. It's called While We're Young. And like mm -hmm. I said, the lyrics don't really, to me, go with the song, although they're pretty. But um, it's different. It, it's let's, nice. Let's play a little bit of the lyrics. Let's see if we can play a little bit of the lyrics. If, I'll play like 20 seconds. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just enough. Can you hear that? It's a little quiet. I don't hear it too much. Can you hear it? Mm-mm. You playing um, it now? Yeah. Let's see. I probably could do it through... Um, I heard it last time you played it. Yeah, because I had I did it on my phone. <laughs> I did it on my phone. Um, let's see. Hey, hey, so it's like the first song that comes up. It's very, very mm -hmm. popular. Okay, let's see. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> This is a good album too. I know I'm about to listen to it when we finish recording. That's such a pretty song. It and is. with such a sweet, sweet video. 
yeah. so tender and sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So shout oh, out to man. Her. She was nominated for a Grammy. She didn't win, but mm-hmm. shout out to her for, for yeah. Her. Nominee yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Nomination, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She gave us some good music this quarantine. Mm-hmm. Really, really good music. She did. She did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that's it for the podcast. That's okay. it. Well, we hope that you have a wonderful weekend because it is getting so warm outside. I know in New York City. Ooh. Child, we're enjoying this. Yeah, it's about to be 78 this weekend, so I'm going to enjoy it. And um, I'll be in the mountains, like I said. It's probably going to be cooler than that, probably be in the 60s. Yeah, yeah. So you'll wear your coat, but it'll end up around your waist, but you'll definitely start with it. (laughs) Yeah, it'll end up around my waist. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to enjoy myself. And you all have an awesome week. I will take pictures. Mm -hmm. You all have an awesome week, and we will see you on the other side of the weekend. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.